0: hi everyone and welcome back to the comics deserve better podcast where we look at the livelihood and wages of comedians throughout the world and see if they deserve better just kidding we're here to talk about independent (laughs) comics
1: (laughs) though they probably do as well
0: Uh i
2: know i was just saying earlier like This Louis C.K. guy, he really deserves better. (laughs) He's such a good
0: guy. guy. Well, in case you're wondering who those other voices are, uh, we got Darcy and Richard today. Hey. (laughs) Hello. Uh, Carrie, Uh, unfortunately, we're having a very hectic holiday season for more reasons than just the holidays, so um, I could barely be here, and Carrie unfortunately had to uh, kind of bow out on this episode, but um she did respond respond to a question that we're going to have later in the uh in the episode since this is our season finale if you're familiar with our season finales, we always kind of talk about our favorite books from the uh, previous 10 episodes so we'll get to that in a little bit before that we'll get into our regular jam-packed episode actually this is going to be a big one um just for warning you all um uh, there was we're recording uh, one day later than usual, and it's actually a good idea that we did because some major news uh, hit the uh, hit the uh, the the wire today.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, um, Darcy, you wanna you wanna talk about that, or you want me to? Or
1: either or is fine. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so, if you have if you if you follow comic book news, this is probably not. Uh, new news for you. Uh, But today, uh, on Tuesday, it came out that the Embracer group, which is a holding company group, acquired uh, Dark Horse Media, uh, which was up for sale, as well as um, came out uh, Perfect World Entertainment, which owns uh, Magic the Gathering. Uh, So basically, the general idea is probably they're kind of like buying up IPs. Um, nobody really at this point knows what any of that means for anybody or anything. If that's going to change anything, the CEO of dark horse came out and said, nothing really is changing. They're just kind of like a holding group that buys other companies. So Uh, They don't seem to, from what I read of what they've done in the past, they don't seem to be one of those companies that like fires a bunch of people after they buy or acquire anything. Um, The CEO said he's still going to continue to be CEO. So it doesn't really look like there's going to be any immediate change. Um, But it is, uh, they're a Swedish video game company. Uh they own THQ, THQ Nordic. Uh, so they are a massive uh, company that owns a lot of a, a lot of uh massive other companies, video game companies all over the world. And now they own Magic the Gathering and Dark Horse Media. So they are big and getting bigger. Um, but what it means for the future, who at this point can say?
0: Yeah. Uh- it was kind of forthcoming. I seemed like it was going to happen mm. soon because Dark Horse you know, has been losing a lot of their own IPs lately um, that they've had. Um, well, they're um, licensed they're, IPs. Yeah, they're licensed License, IPs. Yeah. Yeah. It. So, so it seems like they were kind of circling the drain possibly, and hopefully this is actually a really good thing. Um, it's nice that it's not another comic book company because if there was two entities that are the same, there would be probably a lot of firings. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as uh this uh this embracing group is a hands-off type of group, then that's good for Dark Horse. I i I'm I hope they get the influx of money and hope they can keep on creating good comics.
2: Absolutely. But I do like the tact of the uh dark horse CEO is just hey, our new corporate overloads are great and nothing <laughs> to <with laughs> <me. laughs> Like, like. Let me when be the, first. the wall. What else you
0: got? Like, there
1: we are like... Right.
0: like as I light this cigar with my twenty new hundred dollar bill that I just got. You know, but, this no. guy's
2: fantastic.
0: Yeah. I like these guys personally. I think I and if I remember correctly, the the CEO is actually like the guy who started Dark Horse Comics. If I oh cool.
1: Mike Richardson,
0: I think it is. He's I think the I founder.
1: Could... Yeah, he's he's the CEO and founder.
0: Wow, yeah. So that's kind of crazy. Like what they found it that was founded like in the mid eighties, I think, right? Where we're
2: closing in on 40 years, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's
1: eight nineteen eighty-six.
0: Oof, yeah. Wow. That is historical. And and yeah, hopefully they can continue going on because there's a lot of great comics that from the past and and even currently that are coming out from uh from Dark Horse. So more more power to them. And hopefully, like I said, there's not a lot of uh, overlord uh you know meddling going on. <laughs> But we'll
2: find out. I, I want to see Hellboy do advertisements for THQ games.
1: You <laughs> know, it, it could be a thing. Oh. and And Dark Horse is doing really well with, like, using their own IP right now and, like, promoting that. You know, we were talking, you know, like, with what they're doing with Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're a valuable property on their own. Um, so somebody whoever's gonna buy them was getting something for yeah. it no definitely
0: so, no yeah. what we need is a dark horse comics super smash brothers like game <laughs> with hellboy and umbrella academy you know I <laughs> love it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: marv
0: yep yeah oh <laughs> boy, fantastic yeah oh yeah yeah sin city yeah definitely <laughs> that would be a lot of fun so I I'm all for this if that this results in some kind of Smash Brothers uh type game. All right, well, um, so I guess that's it for news. So we're gonna pop into our regular uh, next segment, which is our DIY corner, and uh, since I just made Darcy talk about that, I'll go first here. Um, well, okay. I, I'm uh I'm talking about uh Geezer, um, which is a Kickstarter uh from um shelly bond uh who is the, the famous editor of vertigo comics her husband philip bond is doing the artist art on this and the writer i just had on my notes that i lost it william potter um uh are kind of collaborating and this is about the greatest brit pop band that you've never heard of and uh i could also be almost considered sleazer because these guys seem pretty sleazy <laughs> as well but uh this, uh, it follows a a Britpop star named, um, with the last name of Bland and uh, Martin Bland. And it kind of goes through that era um, of that late 90s, mid to late 90s uh, Britpop uh, revival. Um, I'm excited about this because uh, I was really into that genre of music when it was big. And I was a a mod kid when I first started getting back into comics and um, Philip Bond, Draws has a very heavy mod influence, and so when I think of like Britpop, I actually think of his artwork. So I just think this is perfect, like perfect matchup, you know. So, um, what's also kind of cool is that the reward tiers are all named after famous Britpop songs. Um, the uh, the, the basic one is Common People, as in like the pulp song, and like the uh, the biggest one is Champagne Supernova, which is the like the Oasis song, so that's pretty fun. And, one I actually recognize <laughs> oh, oh, common people definitely recommend that song and I recommend the William Shatner version of that song also, by the way. He, he sings Okay, I
1: think I actually know that. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, and so they're they're past the $5,000 dollar goal. Um, they have 24 days to go. So um, it's a good time to back it because there's these rewards are pretty cool. I'm actually backing another Shelly Bond um, related Kickstarter right now, and um, what's cool about them is that they get they do grab bags, where they basically get like their, their friends and like colleagues to make like stickers and like buttons and pins and stuff like that, and that's usually part of the uh, reward tiers. So you get a lot of cool fun stuff, including a um, they have an, auto, an autograph uh, press pass as well <laughs> for, for the band Geezer. Uh, towards towards the top of the tiers, so
1: that's cute, yeah, so, that's a cute addition.
0: fun stuff, and it literally says stick it up your Brit pop, which I like <laughs> it's So it's got the right attitude All right, so Darcy, you want to go ahead? what's the next one?
1: Yeah, um, uh, it's not a comic comic edition, but we are, if nothing else, a Shinian uh, core fan cast. Uh, yeah. To a certain extent. Um, and if you are part of their um, uh, quarterly subscribers for their Patreon, um, right now they're doing uh, signups for Remember August, which is a live uh, game, basically. Um, Shinian Core has kind of got this like niche market going for like weird uh, uh, group games um playable games that they send out and like you participate in like the last one was uh done through cross stitching which was really fun to watch i didn't take place take part in it because cross stitch i can't do that um <laughs> i actually can I, I used to work for a needle craft shop but like no that's too much trauma i can't do that uh but this <laughs> one this one's a little bit
2: <laughs> uh flashbacks yeah. i want like your exactly. your, your vietnam cross stitch <laughs> flashbacks the helicopter of into the distance yeah like drama
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice anyway uh this new one um <laughs> it looks super interesting uh it's letter based and like it's like a time travel game that's letter-based uh she and core bought a, uh, a typewriter a couple of months back and was like you know what I'll do with this I'll make a live game for all of my patreons uh based on uh you've got this uh, best friend called August Tan who's lost in time and you are playing an agent of the Bureau of, or no, I'm sorry, August is an agent of the Bureau of time disruption who's um, lost in time and they're sending uh, letters out to you um, and you're getting them like in mixed, mixed up time and, and it's all this stuff and so uh ching and core is going to send them out through the ups and you get them at odd you know various points in time and like you write back or whatever um and you can get them live uh, if you sign up through the um uh th- th- through the quarterly patreon subscription uh, or um if you're just a patreon period uh you have access to the uh, like Quote unquote, how to prepare uh, the rules essentially. <laughs> uh, so uh, you've got basically kind of like a booklet uh, for each letter and each week. So you can like take this and play it with your friends. So you're not playing it with Shing and Shing's not writing them for you uh, or making the postcards or doing any of that, but you can like put it together yourself and play it with your friends. Through the USPS or whatever. So I, I think that's really cool. It's like a really cool idea. Um, and it's not a comic, but it's DIY for Sheen Core, who's a fantastic comic creator, or DIY for you and your friends.
0: Sounds awesome. Always happy to talk about Sheen Core so chain
1: core or you know games we already talked about magic yep. the gathering so we can talk about this too
0: <laughs> yeah and and this looks like this is pretty ingenious I, this looks like a lot of fun um
1: kind of is
0: especially with you know omicron going on and more distancing so you know hey mm. great way to play a, a in-person game but through the mail that's kind of fun that's like old, old yeah time.
1: i did i did a lot of pen paling, you know uh through fountain pen groups and stuff and and it kind of It's boring (laughs) (laughs) because they're all people you know you talk with on like social media, and so it's like, what do you tell them that you're not already telling them through DMs (laughs) and stuff?
2: (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) So, this is like a really fun way to do that.
2: It's like we should start writing correspondences between episodes.
1: It's Absolutely. See
0: how well that Absolutely. and I'm going to try to make it as like 18th century oh, no, no. Era. dearest loved ones I'm here on the
2: front dearest bride I haven't there's... heard it from you in a fortnight
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of fanfics I've read that have done that and the people that's the like collaborators have actually like written the fanfics through letters and I think that's so clever
0: that's pretty cool that's oh, yeah. awesome. So like it's, and I, it's, it's like
1: awesome make, that
2: that still exists too. Like I, exactly. I remember pen pals being a thing in like a pre-internet era and I haven't heard of it mm-hmm. in two decades. So that's awesome.
0: Now,
2: it, no. It
1: it's fun. It's nice, but it's like you have to you have to detach from them I feel online to make it yeah, worth
2: worthwhile.
0: It. Or you mm. could be like me who the first thing I thought of was I would tell them one story through DMs and things and then have the opposite, <laughs> complete opposite in the letter and let them decide which is the truth and which is the Oh, lie. God. <laughs> <laughs> and then mix it up. Not, not all the letters are lies. Not all the DMs are truth. Just kind of mix everything up. Just really confusing. Brian's
2: the. Uh, <laughs> The Golden State, what well, are well, these killers that's like communicating through uh oh, through, like the, through the, the, uh, the Zodiac? Newspaper. Yeah, the Zodiac killer. Yeah. out here leaving clues in these letters and it's like you decipher.
0: <laughs> what if like I do that and it accidentally just like ties into something like that? Oh, God. oh no, no, no. That's
2: I'm sure there's people that have done stuff for fun and that, that's become like the crux of someone's whole conspiracy theory. That oh, has yeah. to have
0: happened. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah.
1: Q, uh, like I, half of the Q people are probably fake.
0: Uh, oh think, yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: I just wanted to confess here that I killed JFK. I really do apologize about that. Be <laughs> like, I'm not old enough,
2: but I have time travel in the future. I'm working yeah. on it now, and as soon as I build the time machine, that's what I'm going to
0: do. It turns out Umbrella Academy. Was JFK's
1: coming back though.
0: Oh yes, with uh, with Michael <laughs> Jackson, right? Singing the. Uh, in his (laughs) races oh i
1: don't know about michael jackson i just know they've got those bleach drinkers in dallas that are bringing michael jackson or not michael jackson jfk back
2: What? this is a scary time (laughs) it is is. (laughs) it's time for me to hide under my sheets and not come out
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) okay well well back to the uh to the diy uh the, the, the
1: actual point of our podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> well
2: back, back to uh, conspiracies deserve better yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> that might be an intro
1: they do season. god damn it <laughs> actually
2: conspiracies do deserve better yeah they deserve
0: to
1: be absolutely <laughs> exactly yes <laughs> all
0: right well um so yeah that's senior core awesome and mm. uh that does mm-hmm. sound like a lot of fun so we'll have the link to uh Probably not to the instructions, but to, to some way, to something, so that you can check it out on The Patreon. Yeah, the Patreon probably would be the best thing to do. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we are about ready to go into our spotlights. Um, Richard, do you want to go first?
2: I will jump in. Um, I read... Chicken Devil Number Two. Um, mm. I, I feel like it's gonna be like a yeah. series now. I show up with uh Chicken Devil <laughs> News. Oh, <laughs>
1: um, sounds great.
2: So this, this is uh
0: Chicken Devil News.
2: Right. <laughs> I wish I had uh If we had like full video for the podcast, I'd have my uh, my papers like an old timey newsman. Yeah. Like this just <laughs> in from the uh, Chicken Devil Bureau.
0: Or <laughs> <laughs> standing out but right. Yeah. Now standing right in front of a tornado as it's going I'm, like, I'm, God,
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm on location keep covering Chicken Devil as you can see it's 70 miles per hour out here Jesus Christ this is our we're, 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 we are in holiday uh, mode we are very cheery <laughs> today so. yeah. but yes in the newest uh, Chicken Devil basically it's <laughs> more of our, our hapless protagonist Mitchell uh, at the end of the last issue a uh, like mob goon came to you know, kill him and take back the mob's heroin, but the guy slipped on water and blew his blew his head off. So basically Mitchell is in the midst of uh, trying to deliver the heroin, hide the body, not answer questions from the police about his own family's murder by the mob, and try not to die. <laughs> wow. But yes, you know we got Brian Brusolato on uh, writing dude, Hayden Sherman on art, and Hassan At- Atmane El Hal on uh, lettering, and just uh, Sherman's art is just—it's so good. <laughs> it's kind of like a more sketchy style, but the art with the colors, everything is really evocative. I'm really enjoying it, but it's—it's it's just a mess. It's just a guy having the worst day ever, and everything compounds. And basically, his uh, partner, who's gotten him in, into this mess, who you know he didn't know his partner Antonio was, you know, a scumbag and dealing drugs on the side instead of you know just running their chicken business. Uh, basically, Antonio's going to get them killed. He wants them to flee the country, new identities, that's the best he could come up with, and uh, just stay tuned. Someone's going to die. <laughs> this-
0: absolutely it sounds like a it makes
1: sense yes <laughs> no i love but, the art in it
2: yeah you know it's it's gorgeous and it's just that everything is so hapless like this guy it's a sideshow bob stepping on rakes like yeah. everything he does that he's like all right let me try to fix this and it's just nope another rake to the face i feel <laughs> terrible for him
0: this is the like you said one bad day
2: <laughs> but Which he does one? go to a uh a a phony uh, in, uh, you know uh uh what, what's the term I'm looking for a legally distinct version of in and out <laughs> and get some burgers and that made me envious because I haven't been to the West Coast in forever.
0: Can I get this carnivore style, please? <laughs> oh no, he,
2: they still called it animal style.
0: Oh, they still called it animal style.
2: Just uh, the, the the uh what was it? What was it called? It was like uh go and get
0: go and get. Nice. <laughs> Do they have the uh, the the palm trees that make a cross, which is a no, not not that much detail. Okay, (laughs) yes, every in that has a has a pair of palm trees that make a cross in front of it. Fun time! I learned
2: something today. Yeah. (laughs) All (laughs) right.
0: (laughs) Well, that sounds really cool. It definitely does. Yeah, really Um,
2: fun book, but it's it's. Like like I said last time, this is your Michael Bay of comics. It it's just sugar, bro. <laughs> There's not much nutritional value, but God, it's fun.
0: <laughs> this is going to be uh, probably an off season uh, read for me because uh, this sounds perfect. You know, just some fun explosions, hapless murders. <laughs> sounds <Right>. great. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Very cool. All right, Darcy. How about how about you? What do you have for our spotlights today?
1: Um, I'm finishing up my free season of reading with uh, Crow Time by Issa. Uh, Issa, you might know from the web comic um, namesake, uh, which is like a, a like fantasy fairy tale adventure webcomic namesakes, kind of kind of popular. You might have heard of it. Uh, but this is Crowtime, which is on Webtoon webtoons um and it is super cute it's just kind of like a episode by episode it's just crows talking and being sassy to other crows it's comedy it's cute it's funny there's not like a lot of plot depth to it though some crows carry through to other episodes like there's a crow that's been cursed by a sorcerer that has like orange eyes and a big orange third eye on its chest that's like crowthulu <laughs> crow crowthulu I, crowthulu i think so you should say that um, yeah super funny super cute, really easy read. Anytime it pops up always makes me smile or laugh, you know, just really cute comic. Um, I don't know. I love it. There's like a host of Kevin's like the, the council of Kevin's or something like that, that just (laughs) came up in the most recent thing. Like there's a Kevin of every like murder has a Kevin, um, I, I don't know it's just funny the crows are funny I love it it's new it's only like 16 episodes in it's a fun read go for it
0: nice it very looks-
1: uncomplicated it's cute
0: it's simple like in the, very simple. in the artwork. but however it looks and sounds hilarious because I'm kind of it's, it's very
1: it. newspaper comic-y mm-hmm. but better than that because it's actually like cute
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know
1: that's rude to newspaper comics I don't well, know. It's cute.
0: <laughs> maybe modern
1: yeah it's it's, yeah. it's more modern it's more fun it's not as I don't know that's, that's good job rude. Darcy that's
2: really we're rude. gonna get a we're gonna get a letter from <laughs> I Beetle Baby. so
1: terrible
0: This will <laughs> be. A, no. Someone's going to write an editorial in the newspaper and no one's going to read it because it's in the newspaper.
2: <laughs> it's in the <laughs> newspaper in 2020, probably 2022 by the time it gets printed. Yeah. yeah, no one's going to see
0: it. So someone buying fish and chips uh, and I guess as as wrapping on the on the, uh, the wrapper for the fish and chips will read it and be like, those bastards that come is your paper. <laughs> <laughs> they don't deserve better um but i i clicked on i clicked on the episode 11 of this and there's a um double worshiping pigeon which makes me really excited yes <laughs> this is great okay well okay so i guess i'll i'll go next here um so i brought i have okay full disclosure i've read maybe half of this or as i said earlier two quarters because i apparently <laughs> couldn't think earlier Two quarters
1: like, and a half are the same yeah, thing <laughs>
0: yeah you're so, not wrong <laughs> um but i've read the rest of the series this is volume three um this is a uh, she could fly volume three uh called fight or flight by christopher cantwell martin morazzo clem robbins and miroslav murva uh from dark horse the aforementioned uh hopefully you can play as luna or the flying woman in the Smash Brothers Melee version of the game. There <laughs> um, we go. But, so, um, have you have you either of you read uh, either volume of She Could Fly by any chance? No, volume one. I have not. Volume one, yeah. Um, so, you want to talk about comics that escalate in very interesting ways, just like Chicken Devil. This is definitely one of them. Uh, it, it starts, the, the entire series starts with a 15-year-old girl named Luna who has a form of OCD where... There's, a, there's something in her head, like a, like a dialogue in her head that's basically telling her the worst possible outcome and things that could possibly happen. And so she's just constantly trying to fix things and she's got this voice in her head saying that she's the worst person in the world and that everyone's out to get her and then like, you know, just, yeah, not, not living the best life. And um, Christopher Cantwell, the, the, the person who wrote this, actually has the same... Um, uh, type of OCD, and oh. so so I I, I, th- I think that's kind of a cool uh, way to kind of learn about this because it's actually someone writing about it um, that has it, and so um, the Luna one day sees a woman in or a new there's like a news uh um thing uh, new t- news on the TV <laughs> sorry um, that uh, <laughs> that there was a woman flying over the city that she lives in, which is Chicago. Um, You know, just, this is not a world of superheroes or anything like that. So obviously that garners attention and news. And so this actually helps her focus because she has something to obsess over, essentially. So it's not a healthy focus, but at least it helps her brain to shut off and not talk about how bad she is, essentially. So um, and then uh, things happen, and uh, so there's uh, eight through, there's been two volumes of this. Uh, it's definitely escalated through there. I don't want to give a lot of uh, a, a lot of spoilers, but the third volume finds Luna uh, her parents gave decided to get give her brain surgery um, and the effects of the brain surgery are about as bad or worse than the initial disease that Wait, she Wait, brain
2: surgery to cope with her OCD? Yes. It, like, oh, that's not okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so she obviously is pissed at them and moved out. She's 18 now um, in volume three. And this is about her life. It's narrated by her. And she... Has no concept of when things are beginning and ending, and when, what's real and what's not real. So mm-hmm. she is the ultimate unreliable narrator, <laughs> and it's in the, um, the 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 way the way everything is going in the in the book so far. It's like it's really interesting, like because you're trying to kind of figure out what's real and what's not real, you know, um, according to her. Um, another flying woman has appeared. And this one is uh, killing people. They're literally picking up people off the street and flying up in the air and dropping them from uh, heights. So, and at this moment, Luna thinks that she's the flying person that's doing this. So whether or not that's true, we don't know yet. But uh, yeah, so it's a, it's, it's a very interesting story. Uh, I don't know if you guys are, are um, know about Martin Morazzo. He does also Ice Cream Man, the... Uh, mm-hmm the the thing from the image um so he has a very distinct style of art it's um very expressive in the faces um everyone looks like they're like er, even like the happiest faces you can see the sadness in the eyes a lot of times with uh his artwork which is really cool <laughs> so kind of a, a of a a good way to to uh, have these characters is kind of this dark comedy that's going on yes it is a dark comedy. <laughs>
2: So, I dig it.
0: Yeah, um, the the first two volumes were monthly um, books that came out, and then they got collected. This one, they decided just to uh, just to release as a a full volume. So it's available on Comicsology, comic book stores. Kind of good present for anyone that uh, you want to get for Christmas. So the last second, literally the last second. When the this one, very
1: last second. Yeah. <laughs>
0: this episode comes out. All right. So I think that's it for the spotlights. So I guess we'll move into the main course, which was picked by Mami. <laughs> I'm acting like I'm surprised that because I don't know why. Shocking. Apparently. I'm
1: glad you finally figured that out.
0: Somebody. <laughs> okay. Who
1: was it?
0: Yeah so um here let me get my my notes in here real quick um there it is okay sorry um okay so uh the book that I chose is the uh, the Daughters of East by M.T. Anderson and Joe Rio on the art um uh, and it is um, a first second book uh so if you guys are familiar with um listening with First Second, they're very good, all ages uh, comic book publisher. Mm-hmm. Um, probably some of the best YA stuff that's, that's coming out right now is from First Second. Um, so, Daughters of East is about... Fretton, uh, it's a, well, the reason why I chose it, first of all, sorry, <laughs> is uh, I, it's, it's the holiday season um i read this book actually last year during the holiday season because so in my head it's it's sort of a holiday book it's a fairy tale fairy tales go well with uh with with the holiday season i feel as well so um i i just uh felt like this would be kind of a cool book to uh, end the season on and um it's yeah it's an adaptation of an actual real real fable so uh get ready okay so <laughs> um, here we go um as for the book, Daughters of East, uh, I will also, I, look at, I looked at how to pronounce a lot of these words. Um, it was a couple days ago. I'm hoping I still have them correct here. So bear with me if I do accidentally uh, mispronounce something. Um, so after suffering a grave defeat, Gredlong, the king of Kern, is approached by Lady Magbin, who is riding upon a horse on top of, o- of the ocean's waves and asks Gredlin to kill her husband, the wizard duke of Wyned, In exchange for this task, uh, Lady Malkbin promises the duke's lands to Gredlin after he slays the duke. Gredlin slays the duke for which um, then the Lady Malkbin then asks him to marry her and she would build a beautiful capital city for him that tamed even the wild ocean itself. Gredlin agrees this and the city of east is created um if you can't tell lady Mogvin is is a uh, is not of this world she's uh i think she's a fairy Is what's established in the book yeah
1: pretty much and
0: um so years later after this uh lady mountain does pass away and um and leaves badlin and their two daughters roseanne the eldest who inherited her love of wild things and lonely places and the hut the youngest who inherited her love of wonders and miracles. So years pass after this, the gr- the daughters grow older, with Roseanne staying mostly in nature and away from the city, The ha- has helping her father rule the city and participating in all the activities that it takes to run the kingdom. Um, however, not everything is as bright and clean as it seems on the surface, as the welfare of East and the kingdom of Karen is tied to a deep, darker secret that could um, that could lead to its ruin, because all the magic, because because all magic has its cost, and it's time for the city of East to pay. So, that is my quick summary of that book. Um, we'll get into a little further with spoilers, of course. Um, but uh, how did you guys enjoy this one,
2: Richard? Oh, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I like to boil things down. So midway through reading, I was like, oh, so this is darker. Frozen, got it.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah i i i can see that i i also thought snow white um like the the true the true fable snow white not the uh, right one with rose red as well and you know the different sis- sisters so but yeah, but, you know,
2: i really i really enjoyed it um i don't read a lot of books like this so like just the idea that the uh kind of tenor of the art it looks like kind of uh a scholastic book that i would have read in grade school but it has a lot more decapitation and sex like i was just like oh yeah i'm, I'm sold <laughs> a lot of decapitation though like like <laughs> that's the most decapitation i've witnessed in quite some time is you big... only see one, yeah. one? one no two. you see you see two for sure however there's just that one spot where there's just the decapitated tons, corso, of heads, yeah, yeah. tons of bodies, well, no, yeah yeah
0: decapitated right. which if you get the physical see, copy
1: too who's the second one the duchi um, the duchi screws
0: yeah and, and um, it,
2: no no the 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 the, the, um, prince. the mother's uh first husband oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: totally at the very beginning
2: him. of the book
0: B- yeah yeah that's true um, so in, if you get the physical copy, uh, that actually is the back of the book.
2: Of oh, no, the book.
1: And <laughs> then, yeah, and the digital copy, you get that, that oh, picture cool. at the very yeah, end. it's now. the last
2: page. Excellent. But yeah, Excellent. just a lot more decapitation, but just, it's a, it's just a good book. Like, I mean, it, it's yeah. very brisk. It tells a nice story. The art is gorgeous. The art mm-hmm. is gorgeous. And no matter even though everyone has these very divergent paths, some worse than others, I feel bad for all the characters. Yes. Like, I feel bad on each of the sisters' tracks. I even feel bad for the dad, who he seems less scummy, but he seems like, he seems in over his head the entire time. Like, whatever deal he uh, he signed up for, he didn't know what he was signing up for. He just seems in over his head in every instance.
0: Okay, I can see sympathy in that way, because He's definitely not a sympathetic character. No, no, he's not
2: sympathetic <laughs> as, at all. But like, even when he's being awful, the way that he's drawn, he looks exhausted. He looks worn out, and I just feel like he's just kind of going through the motions in this thing that, like, like I said, he's in over his head with. <laughs> and
1: the way his the beginning is drawn, he's drawn coerced.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: So, like, the will you marry me because she's a fairy and because of what happens, it's like, did he consent to this whole thing in the first place? Kind of, like, he's not sympathetic. None of the things he does is sympathetic. But it's like.
2: But his overall uh, situation is kind of. Yeah,
1: his situation is very, you know, fairies.
2: Yeah, like, he's he's a total warmonger and he's ready to kill, you know, enemies at the drop of a dime. But, like, right. he, just, he just, he seems so, like, sad sack is maybe the
0: word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's kind of unknowingly been taken advantage of in this situation. Right. right. he He's yeah. not
1: a good person, he never would have been a good person, but would it have been this bad if not for...
0: Yes. Exactly. For, for the... Uh, being, well, he would have died, right? I guess, if it wasn't for Well, that's him. the other thing that would you guess, nice. Yeah. <laughs> So.
2: probably probably a like, net positive
1: for which, all involved which his daughters say when they're children they're like what if <laughs> would things have been better
2: yeah
3: and
1: i can't remember which one it was was that i think it was dehut was yeah. like well we wouldn't have been here and and i think rosen was like maybe it would have been better
0: <laughs> yeah Rose specifically uh is like well how do we know that the wizard that he killed was a bad wizard right <laughs> you know? exactly like, like she's asking the real questions you know like, right you know and like uh yeah it, um so it, the fact that there's like basically two time jumps in this book um but yet everything still seems pretty smooth in the story mm. you know like it's um, it
1: reads really well
0: it does mm-hmm. definitely and um i think I technically three time jumps because the end is a time jump as well when oh yeah
2: true
1: to rosen yeah. being queen
0: yeah spoiler alert but obviously i already did not spoiler so we're good <laughs> so yeah. yeah um so so yeah uh the um, and like
2: rosen is presented as the good character but also like she has an aloofness where i'm like You're too aloof for the amount of responsibility you have. Like you're not corrupted evil, right? Yeah, you're not corrupted evil like the rest of your family. But like, you do have a responsibility to people, and she's super aloof and like I, I I couldn't, like I couldn't decipher how I felt about her the whole time I read it.
1: She, she was super difficult because she's one of those. It's 100 that like that point of privilege thing it's like you are the heir to the kingdom it is your responsibility like the hut keeps saying it's Mm -hmm. like you should be doing something you should be overseeing this it's your responsibility if you are not looking at the shit your sister's doing right it is you you can look away from this man killing half a fish you can think it's bad but just saying it's bad isn't making anything better
2: and exactly. part of what mitzahut sympathetic is that she's like I'm this awful because like you're not doing your fair share like right. <laughs> like like yeah. I have to be a monster for things to work and, and like you get to live this life because I'm a monster so and has
1: been so since she was a child because her father checked out when they were 10 yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um and a hundred percent yeah the is a is a monster because her dad does jack shit and, and <laughs> has she, be you know. separate night yeah.
2: no is definitely the kid who was like oh i guess i'm 10 and i'm the adult now or else we're all gonna die exactly
3: yeah all my brothers and
1: my brothers and sisters all only eat like you know like candy for dinner but it's because i have had to feed them since we were four years old kind of thing because my parents are all on meth what am i supposed to be doing
0: (laughs) exactly so 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 the burden of responsibility is on her, and that's what kind of makes her morally gray in this book. Um mm-hmm. I say morally gray with someone who is literally I was gonna say morally
2: gray is very generous. Yeah, <laughs>
0: she's literally murdering hundreds she's and hundreds, murdering hundreds, hundreds of people. She's murdering
2: lots of people. She's seducing <laughs> having sex with people, then having them decapitated and sacrificed.
0: And then, <laughs> and then getting jealous of Rosanne's uh, freedom that that she's you know that she has. And uh, and then and basically, and can we
2: kinda... can we pivot the episode to just Bride's morality scale?
0: <laughs> if that's
2: morally great for you, Bride, I well,
0: it's only morally great because she's <laughs> she's doing what she thinks is right. That's, True, that's the only reason why you know because I she doesn't really know better than but she's
1: parroting her dad's words.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, and but then she decides to. Uh, seduce the uh the the man that roseanne likes or, or, or actually I think loves at that moment and uh but then she her hubris uh kind of damns everybody because at the last second before she's about to kill him she decides not to and that's what kind of leads to the ruin of this uh of the city because
2: uh, he actually got the least sympathy for me because I'm just yeah, like same he was, exactly. like, he, like everyone else was like doing awful stuff but like I I, I had sympathy in him like he just met her and he was just like okay like he was ready to
1: die. Oh I can ride a sea monster?
2: He yeah. was ready. No, no, I'm, I'm good with him dy- uh, riding Sea Monster, but he was ready to take her to bed immediately. Like, there was yeah. no seduction or coercion. She was just like, hey, you want to fuck it? He was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah.
1: No, because she had a cool car, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she had a oh, Your car is cooler than your sister who doesn't have a cool car. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to fuck her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's no. sick. Sick ride, sick ride, bro. When he appears <laughs> at the end, and and he's like, "Hey, remember when you wanted to marry me to so Rosen?" She's like, "Fuck <laughs> off!" Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh, was so that was terrible. terrible. Yeah. So, I was very happy.
1: I really wanted her to he, kill him.
2: <laughs> he 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 he's probably drawn like he just looks like a nice like a nice fisherman boy, yeah. and he never looks evil. But like I'm just
0: like, what a dick! Like just. Well, he, he
1: he's 100% the quote-unquote nice guy
0: yeah exactly mm-hmm. like why doesn't she like me because I'm a nice guy and I think she's so- yeah never mind. okay so so yeah um no um yeah he's a doofus as well which yeah if he doesn't realize what what was happening in that situation as well why why all of a sudden has a has a fancy for a uh, for a farm for a fisherman you know like that that's just that's on him definitely
2: um I will say this about the her her seduction skills are are good because I would have been at that party that young woman would have showed me that attention and I would have been very decapitated before the night was <laughs> over. No, <laughs> I, I was like like she she runs expert game. Like I mean, obviously when yeah. we finally see her, this wasn't her first rodeo, as we could see by all the bodies. But like I was just like, oh yeah, I'd be plenty in that young lady's hands.
0: She has the the game down to a pat there, definitely. Um, I actually and like it's about sympathies. I feel bad for her guard, who has to like get rid oh, of the bodies, was... and like and it knows what's going on every time there's a there's a person that comes up to her tower, you know. And then unfortunately, once again, is just forced forced to be complicit in this uh, in this murder. And so um, and then he gets attacked by that weird uh, fairy boy guy that comes to collect, you know. So it's like that guy. He's the true MVP in this comic. <laughs> so what did you guys think about the the, the, uh, the creatures and the monsters, like the uh, the sea monsters and like, the horse The sea and...
1: monster, the main sea monster was super cool looking. Yeah. The original sea monster, I thought that was a really cool design. The little sea monster she rode up on Little Fisher Boy to get him super excited. I liked that design too. The little sea snake.
2: The wow. the main sea monster almost looked like a Muppet in the water. Looks like really a Muppet in it. the water. Like it oh, has, has those good. big eyes, those big Muppety eyes. I, I really liked it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I like how they nonchalantly like introduce the sea monster too. Like everyone has a sea monster, you know. They're like, "Oh yeah, what about our sea monster? Yeah, yeah, that's cool." As <laughs> you know, like,
2: one does. Also, I like that this like kind of takes place in our world because it talks about real places. Like when they have dignitaries, yeah. they're in from Paris. Britain and yeah, Paris and whatnot.
0: So, so yeah, um, the the Breton people are um, are Celts, uh, but they're the only Celts that didn't like live on the the islands of the british islands um they lived on the 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 wet, northwest coast of france and mm. they're, they're still there um and this is this is from a breton um, um fable. fable yeah so uh, and so so supposedly and then at the end i like to actually at the end how he kind of they go into the real world real quick mm-hmm. and they talk about the 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 castle and everything and i'm like yeah uh bucket list life goals i want to go Visit this uh, this castle and see the uh, the spires and the, uh, the 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 statue of, Cree- of King Gradlin who doesn't deserve a statue like they're insulting But <laughs> regardless, and the fact that now there's a uh, there's a statue of the Virgin Mary on the the rocky coast that where all the dead bodies are supposedly under. So <laughs> there's statues
1: saying. of Virgin Mary everywhere. So yeah,
0: <laughs> but just the fact that it's like in that spot where the murder the the covering of the murders what happened?
2: well though no, you gotta you gotta counteract that bad juju like i'm sure <laughs> there's all sorts of accidents there like if oh. ghosts exist that's where they're haunting
3: the
0: so fact, you're right, right. like
2: so you're like yo man let's, let's put some virgin marys out here try, try to balance things out
0: the fact that those those ro- those rocks in that island part doesn't have just one lighthouse but two lighthouses
1: <laughs> it's a dangerous spot
0: <laughs> yeah that is definitely a dangerous spot that's like yeah no yeah same way um so yeah um that definitely want to talk about those those monsters uh, absolutely awesome uh you don't really ever you see the city somewhat but you don't really ever like you, there's never really a, a full visual of the city yeah which, it never
1: really backs up
0: but mm. But I think that works because the story is not about. I mean, it's about the fall of a city, but it's really more about the fall of of these daughters and the uh, and the king.
1: And I think it would be hard to do because it's like a mythical, perfect, bestest city ever, ever. And it's like, yeah. how do you draw that and, kind and of thing? Right?
0: Because any any way you do it, the it would not it would pale in comparison to what exactly like um. Some of the stuff
2: like I felt like was like evocative of what they say, like the hanging gardens of Babylon looked like
0: Right.
3: some
2: of it was just, you know, very, you know, so much with the water. And then like some of it was just kind of British c- countryside, but like mm-hmm. every little shot of it, like it was kind of incongruent, like it, there was no, you know, similar aesthetic to the whole kingdom.
0: Right. Definitely. Not, it was definitely out of place and, and it literally is out of place if you think about it, because right. Well, it, it's not really supposed to be there. Um, right. So but um but yeah, um I also like when you were talking about the apathy of the king and like the the fact that even when he's threatening someone's life, like uh when uh the the um the, the person that was with the prince that got murdered in the beginning of the uh of the book. Yeah, the the,
2: the dignitary, yeah, that's a that's a good a, scene.
0: You continue your words and you will not leave here, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like and then yeah. So he's like, he,
2: The king's like, Uh, you're beginning to upset me, and uh, I murder people, so uh, what do you want to do? And the guy's like, Oh, get yeah. it, all right, I'll leave. Sorry,
0: and totally gets the memo because he's running as fast as he can to his boat to get the hell out of there, which unfortunately is not too fast, That's not gonna happen, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> so. they have
2: sea monsters as uh, previously known. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, also, um, I've what I find really interesting is that so magic and witchcraft in uh like in celtic mythology usually has to do with with nature and i find it interesting that the one who the sister who's really into nature and like taking care of of um of everything around them and living in in the moors and everything is not the magical one and it's it's the one who lives in the city i find that very interesting you know like kind of a that maybe that's that that that's basically saying that this is dark magic because it's not natural magic that she's she's using.
1: She seemed to have some kind of like soft magic, maybe, like with the animals.
2: Yeah, she seemed her magic like um the Hood's magic seemed very studied and learned, and it's just that like Rosen, Rosen. is just she they have an affinity for magic already, so hers was a, maybe I don't want to say weaker, but it was more like hey. Like this is just the magic I learned out in the wilderness like it wasn't it wasn't honed in the same way that the uh, huts was.
1: Yeah, she wasn't doing big projects but like she. I don't know some, some of the stuff she did like she was actively seemed to be not like talking talking not like human talking but the way she spoke to the animals that she was speaking to kind of thing felt communicative. Yeah. I don't know maybe that was just me raving well, too much I into things
0: totally got the Disney princess vibe of like you Disney princess vibe exactly yeah mm-hmm. uh, especially with the, uh, the little bird that uh, became her companion yeah little uh, bird
1: just, the horse
0: yeah because yeah that horse basically got adopted by her daughter. her horse is pretty cool <laughs> yeah that, that was awesome. the, the original horse that uh, her mother was on in the beginning mm-hmm. too so that's pretty cool yeah
2: uh, one thing um reading the book at the beginning i thought that the mother's death would be like a mystery that we'd get closure on and it was just like no she just magically got old and we're not questioning it and we we, we never circle back to it
0: it's implied that she gets old because of her husband <laughs> because he's right constantly making, yeah making her do things that are not necessary just like what <laughs> she does to the D- hut as well you know so yeah and then the fact oh when the when the the city is collapsing and all of a sudden gradlin's like you're a witch woman to the hut and like try and knocks her. her off the horse and and, and, yeah he you know he murders her murders a <laughs> ass. like absolute
1: the, asshole and
0: i'm so happy when they get to the hut of the hermit and uh, and like and the people of east that also had fled are just like well you suck like screw you you know like we all lost people because of this you know don't don't act like you're special because you were the once the king you know so but he
1: still got wine from that jug because mm-hmm. miracles favor the wealthy yeah
2: <laughs> yeah i do want to say line. something about that scene uh in the hut with the hermit it mm-hmm. was something i appreciate um i feel like when someone's uh, an activist or quote-unquote woke or like a holy person like people like <laughs> expect uh poverty and piety and he was just like hey let's negotiate like yeah like Like, i i've worked very hard i've done the right thing i should also be able to get mine like i shouldn't have to live in a hut in the wilderness if you want me to uh save your ass Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and being a good guy that he is he's just like and i want my my fish to live happily ever
0: after yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that that's a very you know once again it's kind of the theme of like of what you think are gifts are they really truly gifts like is this city a gift to to the king you know or is it actually a burden Um, because you have to literally murder people to keep it going and then with uh with the hermit it's you know he gets to eat every day and he but it's the same fish that gets revived after um after he eats it so he's become fond of the fish it's like his only companion so he has to literally kill his companion to eat every day so you know like you know like like was that really a boon from the gods to to let her uh to have this uh this ability to eat every day so speaking of cinderella (laughs) yeah yeah be careful what you wish for i guess right you know so okay yeah uh (laughs) Um, so um,
2: uh, one okay. thing I wanted to note the uh, the Hood's guard when she when he goes and gets Rosen like what's his play is he just over it I think because uh, he's uh, no because
1: caught... no, she asked him to
2: she yeah oh, he, so she she wanted to be ca- caught like to hurt her
0: yes yeah this is one hundred percent addictive and wow. the, plan, the plan was to have his dead body shown to, to her as well. You know, like, but then he, she got she got uh, scared at the last second not she to. She
1: remembered he, she was her sister.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's no. like,
2: oh, I'm a monster.
0: Mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm.
1: Kindness. Um, kindness brought down the kingdom of ease. Is
0: that, is <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like the one act of kindness, definitely. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so as she's ever really shown in in a long time. Um, I also like the the implication at the ending. Where um, so Rosen becomes the the queen of the land above the sea and and um, the hut kind of lives on basically in in ease underwater and uh, mm-hmm. and rules under under the seas. So I think that's that's pretty cool. Kind of a you know it's kind of a, a classic fable or story you hear from different cultures. It's kind of a cool different way to hear it and this one. The sea witch. Yep.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, the singing from the under the water that draws people to drown. So that's pretty cool. Well it's not cool to drown, but it's pretty cool that, that that's the way the story goes. Um so yeah. Um I went got to draw my notes here. Uh, art's great. Um Joe Rio's
1: fantastic. She,
0: she lives in uh, like rural Ontario, Canada. And mm-hmm. uh, and I definitely she's an awesome follow on Instagram and uh and Twitter because she um she shows off her uh, kind of her her prints and everything that she she makes and uh and notifies of, of cool sales and her prints are amazing i actually have two of them one for halloween and one for the rest of the year so it's um definitely re- definitely a recommend to check check her out on the uh on uh, the internets
2: uh, one thing about the art one thing i love is uh i love when the character is a. Uh... We know who the evil character is because they're just drawn so he evil the guy that comes to collect on the hood for watching oh, yeah. on, on her death like it's like oh no that's that's a bad guy like just everything about his design the tenor of his art like i think he has like reddish eyes it's like oh yeah this guy's obviously evil there's no mistaking it
0: no absolutely and um, and I'll, I love the uh, the image of the uh, the ship with souls, like the all the lights on it and everything. Yeah, just yeah, just really cool imagery in this in this book, just all together. And it has almost like a um, the the way the way the art style is it, it is almost like a Renaissance style mm-hmm. like tapestry feel to the it. The
1: coloring is really really mm-hmm. muted and fantastic, and the color palette itself is very good it fits the region like regionally it's very well picked going time to time it's very well done as the progression goes I I don't the the art was just very very well done yeah beautiful it I I don't necessarily think it would work as well with any other artist
0: yeah I don't think so either
1: yeah it's it's just it's beautiful beautiful book
0: do
2: we know like uh, the coloring is it digital? Because it almost looks like a, um, almost like a chalky, like a look or texture to it.
0: That's a good question. I'm not too sure. Um, you know, and this is definitely
2: like either chalky or maybe even color pencils. But like, it has a very distinct look to it.
1: Yeah it like, has it has an edge to it but you know fucking digital artists are so good anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah they they yeah, they can do anything now.
0: And the, you know the the art that that she has um you know outside of this book has the same style of coloring and and style as well. So definitely whatever she's doing it, it works. It's great. And um so, some of the some of the um of the work is more like, pencil-y in the coloring like you can kind of see the strokes of whatever she's using to color, or at least the, digi- the digital is making it look like it's like strokes. And then there's then there's other parts where it's just completely plain, like just plain colors, just depending mm. on the on the scenes. But the underwater stuff at the end is amazing, in my opinion.
1: Underwater stuff at the end is really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you get to see the the hapless sea monster again, checking in on on his queen, or their queen. I I don't want to assume gen- the gender of a sea monster but it is yeah the book's awesome i
1: yeah it looks like pencils
0: it does yeah.
1: the internet isn't telling me maybe well, I'm, I'm not searching for the right thing
0: i might message her and find out just to ask like hey what do you do for coloring it's amazing and hopefully she'll she'll say <laughs> <laughs> but yeah
2: She's probably going to be like, oh, that's a state secret, sir. I can't let you know
0: Exactly. (laughs) I'll tell you, but then I'll have to kill you. Okay. All right. well. Okay, so. Uh,
1: Rustic pencils.
0: Okay. Rustic pencils? Okay. (laughs) I like it.
1: Maybe that's accurate. It's in a a review. I don't know if that's true.
0: It's a a description of the penciling? From from
1: publishersweekly.com uh enchanting classical artwork employs rustic pencils in a romantic style that recalls emily carroll which is accurate there were oh, there yeah. were a few things that definitely reminded me of emily carroll
0: now that you mentioned it i totally see it as well but it's definitely I mean,
1: some of some of uh DeHutt's faces definitely
0: yeah but yeah and definitely a, di- a totally different style at the same time oh than, yeah okay. absolutely yeah. Uh, okay. Well, do you guys have any last thoughts about that, or or, or the book, before we move nope. on to our last section here?
1: No. Was it excellent. It was just, I loved it.
2: Yeah, it's just pretty awesome.
0: I am glad that you both loved it. Carrie read half. She got through half. She lo- She liked what she read so far. She wants to read the the finish, read, read the rest of it. So, in case you're all wondering if uh if Carrie had read it, <laughs> so, um. Okay. Well, we are going to jump into our season finale. Spot here, and uh, we're going to talk about what our favorite book was that we covered during this last these last ten episodes. Richard, um, once again, you were you were here with our last uh, group of ten episodes, and uh, same same rules. You can choose any book that you've read in the last ten weeks, and it can be DC or Marvel as well. It, it doesn't have to be independent. So, All right. um, do you want to go first, or do you? Or, or
2: do you want one of us to go first i mean i can go first sure since you're being so polite uh, please i've read a lot of good stuff actually in the last 10 weeks <laughs> some for the show some we haven't uh showed people yet but like uh one thing i want to say that stood out to me is uh, i was catching up on x-men over at marvel and i read planet size x-men and mm-hmm. uh what i appreciated about that book one Go big or go home. They do big things in that book. But yeah. The, the one thing I really appreciated, like um, when Hickman wrote Fantastic Four, I think maybe it was Fractured. Whoever came after, they immediately went back to status quo. Like Bentis mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff with Avengers. And then right before he left the book, he did a bunch of stuff to return everything to status quo. And it seems like uh, with this run of uh, X-Men stuff, they're, they're giving Hickman and the people writing those books the range that like, no, you don't have to go. Like, I feel like every X-Men, like, oh, they end up in Australia for a while. But at the end of the day, it ends up back at the mansion. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, they go through the siege perilous. There's no real X-Men. At the end of the day, they end up back at the mansion. And this is like, no, I don't think there's any going back to this without rebooting the universe. Like, you're making huge status quo changes that are going to reverberate through the next 20, 30 years. And I just found it really fun that they're, like, really going that big with it.
0: I, absolutely and, and the funny thing is too is that hitman's plan was to bring it back to status quo by now and Marvel was like no we really like what you're doing so oh we, really i didn't know yeah. that that um his plan was to end everything um within a about a year and a half like um like inferno was supposed to happen like uh like three months ago you know oh like, wow like or more than two months ago like but
2: yeah, yeah but a while
0: back a, a little while back and yeah, it, it, it was supposed to, and then it was supposed to kind of reform or turn into something completely different. Knowing Hickman, he could probably just kept on going. Right. Hickman. And then and then all of a sudden, everyone's a mutant, and I don't know, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, um, no, yeah, you're right. Planet size changes and planet size X Men. it it was pretty good. It was um, Jerry Duggan, I think was wrote it. Is that correct? I think or
2: oh, no, I think did Hickman not actually
0: write oh, that one? Did, okay. Uh, oh no no yeah Hickman wrote that but Jared yeah I think Duggan, Hickman
2: wrote that one and Jared Duggan took over the uh, writing X Men for the uh, actual X Men book afterwards
0: which which has he, been really
2: good thus far
0: yeah definitely so yeah, um kind of a unsung hero I think of uh, of writing <clears throat> it, it, it
2: it sucks to be the guy right after the guy
0: oh yeah. No, totally. Like I
2: feel like uh Tidian uh, just- over on Batman got that for a few months. Like, you know, I know people's mileage may vary with uh Tom King's run, mm-hmm. but like Tom King's run was iconic, whatever you feel about it. And mm-hmm. then like for a few months I feel like Tidian got that. Then it was like, no, 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 wait, no, this guy's actually awesome. So- yeah.
0: Well, just like um Jeff Lemire followed the Fraction Nausea, like um Hawkeye, you know, and like mm-hmm. it's Jeff Lemire, but yeah, still it was like, oh no, like like is there gonna be a drop-off because of how fantastic the series was before.
1: Whereas I really liked the Lemire part, and I don't Which know why I, people don't.
0: I need. I. I. I stopped reading after the end of the fraction. of Aja one. and <laughs> now I know who Lemire is and everything. So I. I am going to go back and, uh, and. And and read it. I. I actually kind of have a goal, maybe this off season, to read everything I possibly can. From the current,
1: it's got Stephen Lil where.
0: <laughs> Ooh, nice.
1: Where. Uh, Clint and and Kate are dogs. It's this whole thing. I don't know. It's cute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: I'm actually reading the fraction stuff now for Hawkeye, so I'll oh. definitely jump into the Lemire right after.
0: Nice, perfect. And and then I definitely recommend the uh, the Kelly Thompson Kate Bishop stuff as well after as well. So
2: oh no, but I told you I'm I'm in the tank for Kelly Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Thompson can write anything, and I'm, I'm I'm showing up at the very least.
0: Great good idea definitely <laughs> all right how, how about you how about you darcy what was your uh, your favorite book of our 10 that we chose this season
1: we had a season that had books and we had a season that had an interview yeah <laughs> that doesn't have a book out yet um of books I definitely, unquestionably, for me, it is Jughead. Uh, it isn't necessarily, I think, what I would consider the best book, uh, like technically or like critically. Um, of everything that we read. But for me, Jughead's kind of like always going to be the best book because it's super important to me, see the episode for reasons why. So for me, that's kind of always going to be the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like if we bring it out of just books and do episodes, the Greg Pack episode was like super important um, because I've made uh, like stuff he's put on his um, uh, like Uh, Twitter feed. Like I've cooked things that he's put like several times since, (laughs) since he's posted about his cookbook. Uh, I've been cooking stuff he has been promoting. So uh, Greg's been feeding me. (laughs) basically that's kind kind of important it
0: kind of is i guess no you're too far
2: away darcy i'd come over and get a a bowl
0: or a plate (laughs) i haven't eaten dinner yet either so i'm i'm actually pretty hungry me neither and i'm on
2: the east coast oh
0: Oh,
1: my gosh today i did i did all the um chicken filets the fake i did fake chick-fil-a today
0: oh nice oh nice i i have a i did that last week actually. Make chick-fil-a is really good yeah very nice um so i so i i'll go next i have carries as well in case you're wondering um yeah (laughs) so mine is actually the first book that we did oh actually before i do this i what i wanted to say was was, i've already thanked you guys obviously off the air but i wanted to thank you both for for like doing the interview with greg pock that was awesome it, I listened to it at, at work, uh, the ne- you know, the next couple of days, and, and it was pretty amazing, and I was very, very happy. Everything went, went the way it did, because you guys killed it. It was a great interview, so thank you. Yeah,
1: we, we were sad you weren't able to be on there. That was a weird technical day.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Darcy and I were like, in the deep end of the pool, and we're like, All right, "Either we're gonna swim, or we're gonna drown." And we swam that time. So
1: happened yeah. <laughs> to work.
0: And once again, thanks to Greg Pock as well for for us Absolutely. He, oh, yeah. He, no, yeah. When when he when the subject makes it that easy on you, like
1: when it's food, yeah,
0: oh, <laughs>
2: that's the other thing too, right?
0: And and he and he he's a pro. <laughs> and, and yeah. that is as well. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's pretty awesome okay so well mine was well, like i said it was uh, our first book that we did which was uh, verse book one um mm-hmm. Sam Beck. um mm-hmm. i'm disappointed that no one is really talking about it They're just like that just has like,
1: been really strange
0: just like the legend of anti-poe um mm-hmm. for oh, like no well, one's t- talking about these books and these books are fantastic
1: she has gotten awards at least okay
0: yes and so hopefully. Um, and and Sam Beck did the art for uh, another book that's getting a lot of talk about uh, right now, um, and I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. I think Returnal, is that mm. that right? Returnal, maybe? possibly. Um, but I haven't read that yet. But but um, but yeah, um, she, she's awesome. And the, the her first is it was it her first self written uh, book? No,
1: it's the first. Uh, uh, uh,
0: Ongoing. ongoing. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Obviously, I read Winter Parting. That's right. In the yeah. Notes, yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah. Um. Yeah. It, great start. Um. Cool universe. Uh, Absolutely. Just, um. A good explanation. Just like. Just like in Daughters of the east there's. They explain the magic without explaining the magic, which mm-hmm. is. Which is wonderful. You know. So. Um. Exposition dumps are never that much fun. You know. So um it's it's great when you can get the universe without without uh reading about the universe <laughs> so um yeah um one of my favorites I can't wait till uh book two comes out and I'm gonna herald this uh I'm gonna herald that verse it's gonna be my in my top three definitely in my uh my my, year. my year-end uh list I'm gonna do where I'm gonna post somewhere it's definitely I think I already have my I think I know my one two and three And, um, and it, it's going to be that book, uh, Legends of Antipo and, um, and Layla Starr. And I don't know which order they're going to be, but those are the three books that are my top three. So
1: yeah, absolutely makes sense. And I agree with you. I don't know why it hasn't gotten, I, I don't know many people who have read it and I know not many people like there are a few other indie podcasts I follow and they read a lot of the same stuff we read, kind of like new stuff. Um, and I don't I like Sam isn't on their radar and it is beyond me why because yeah. Sam's amazing
0: <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> to me.
1: I I just like am I just are we are we just weird? I don't think so. Sam's amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, what yeah, this is. She's she's gonna she's gonna hit it big like in the absolutely. next year and a half two years and everybody's like where does she come from and it's like hello you know like, like we've been like she been her here for, yeah <laughs> she's awesome she's not a rising star she is a star already
1: absolutely
0: yeah okay so Carrie's is uh, Rock Candy Mountain is what Makes she sense. chose um, <laughs> also really cool um, one this is I think the first season where we all chose different books. Um and two, we all chose different books that were picked by someone someone else, you know, like uh I I I Darcy, you had picked first um as our as a read. Um, Carrie had chose Jughead. Was Carrie that chose Jughead? No, no, you chose Jughead.
1: No, I chose Jughead. I joke, oh, yeah. I chose my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: okay.
1: Well <laughs> that's not accurate.
0: <laughs> I stand corrected, but but yet no, we still did choose three. And, and I know Carrie was a huge jughead fan as well. But um, so she gave me a little blurb to read here. Uh, Bear with me real quick as I try not to stumble through it too much. Um, So it says basically every element I look for in a book, compelling story, interesting characters and awesome art. I cried, I laughed, I loved. I, I liked it so much. I want to reread it and feel all those feelings all over again. And I hope to meet Kyle Starks one day so I can talk to him about my love of trains and train travel. So definitely high praise for that book and deservingly so i know it didn't hit you perfectly well darcy but hopefully you get to reread it again and might enjoy it the next time
1: hopefully so yeah I, i really liked the end i liked a lot of like individual things about it so it's not like i i didn't like it like i said so and i totally understand why she picked it
0: yeah awesome richard have you read uh any of those three books by any chance
1: I read Junkhead
2: back when it was new. I was just thinking, I was like, I know I enjoyed that book. I excuse me. I enjoyed all the uh the archy stuff that they had they were doing about five, six years ago. And then like you know, it all just kind of went away for yeah. the most part.
0: Yeah, it kind of just disappeared. Like it like it was going strong for a while. And really the only yeah, thing sabrina is, is the only thing that's still kind of but like
2: i think it's only coming out because it was so off delayed like you know that feels like some stuff that might have oh. been in the in the can already
0: oh chilling adventures yes yeah no but like the the kelly thompson sabrina is volume three is coming out soon as well
2: oh i i, I didn't realize
0: cool yes. so so yeah um but yeah it could good question so definitely recommend um i would also like to hear what you think about uh, rock candy mountain and uh verse book one and i those so
2: i haven't read yet
0: yeah i um i i had mentioned i was on the uh the kyle stark's um sticker club and um <laughs> i i sent the picture over to you all in the chat but um but there he sent out Christmas cards to the people in the sticker club and it's a it's a hand-drawn Card is pretty cool. <laughs> so it's very sweet. I was very happy to get it. And like, I know it's because I subscribe to his uh it's a thank you for subscribing to basically what his is his Patreon essentially, but it's awesome. I'm very happy to give him five dollars a month to get awesome stickers and also support someone who's really cool. So absolutely, yeah. All right.
2: Now, back to what I wanted to discuss at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Louis C.K. really does deserve better. (laughs) I mean, he was doing the direct-to-consumer before everybody else and kind of birthed. All right, let me stop.
0: (laughs) He he never? Yeah. I'm just
1: letting you bury yourself.
0: (laughs) But he's no Dane Cook, though. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God. No, No, there's a name I haven't heard forever. Since college,
2: at least. since uh since bride made that joke a different podcast I was listening to they they do a thing called take defender where you're oh, no. just given a terrible take and you have to defend it sincerely as a bit
3: oh. and somebody
2: <laughs> ha- had louis ck like being deserved i think he got nominated for an emmy or something recently oh, and being like no. defending louis ck so it's been stuck in my brain but like
1: <laughs> did he really get nominated for an interview? yes and I, I mean for what the thing is, like, what I, has he been I,
2: uh, no 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 he has like a comedy special i think you can buy directly uh, from him or something yeah <laughs> and the thing is is this like um, I was a big Louis C.K. fan, but like, yeah. I, as soon as I heard about what went down, I've been out. Like, I have no interest. but right. it is- <laughs> Like, I'm just kind of like, how? Like, in 2021, how is he getting nominated for anything? Like, yeah, we haven't gotten even an apology. Like, oh
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, when I was, and no, I I totally get too because when I was in high school. I used one of his uh, his bits, his monologues, as my monologue in um, drama. Like that was the one oh, I really? perfected. And so I was like, I was like no one had heard of him at that time too. I'm like, oh yeah, Lucy C.K., he's great. Oh yeah, high school was I, a
2: long time ago. 100 like recommend,
0: 100 <laughs> recommend him. There. He'll never do anything wrong. You know, <laughs> check out this Lucy C.K. guy. He's the most awesome comedian. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So I I do ha- hate to say that I do have. To this day, um, an entire Louis C.K. bit memorized in my head, <laughs> So and it'll never go away. But I'll—I promise I'll never, never perform it again. So it's all good.
1: I'm incredibly uh, embarrassed for you. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's she's a nonconformist person to even be nonconformist in drama. And not choose something from a play or a musical, but choose a a comedy like a stand-up bit <laughs> as your monologue. I mean, I don't know what, what I was thinking at the time.
2: Uh, I mean, that does sound like a fun, a fun class, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty good, definitely. Um, I like building the sets more than the acting, though. That was my my thing. It was definitely uh, the the stagecraft part of it.
1: I was uh manager a lot
0: oh nice yes you would have hated me then because all the managers probably (laughs) (laughs) i I was that guy in the back stage that all the stage managers hated so i do apologize to all my previous stage managers for this i i understand now why you hated me (laughs) (laughs) okay well um i did just get a message from carrie that our dinner is getting cold so i guess best time to go right now um unless you guys have anything else today
3: no nope, I so.
0: okay well all right i will uh, go ahead and sign us off then um thank you everybody for listening as always you're awesome you came this far with us thanks for this wonderful journey and uh to our talks about everything from uh good comics to bad comics AKA Lucy K. Um, the, <laughs> we have reached the end of the show, um, and you can email us any questions or comments at better at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, Twitter is TDB pod. Uh, website is com, and you can request a feature show on that website. Um, also, just really quick um, so uh, we're going to take the next four weeks off. Um, I think next week, I'm actually kind of feeling under the weather, and um, I'm thinking next week we might not have an episode that comes out, but the week after that, um, Richard and I have actually already recorded three bonus episodes, and those three bonus episodes are on the uh, series Saga, which will be coming back next month in January, and so um, we we, we went through all nine volumes of, of Saga. Kind of a piece by piece, I like, kind of recap and talked about about the characters, what happened, the story and everything like that just kind of be a good refresher before uh, before we jump back into the saga mid January so it was yeah. fun yeah, that was <laughs> a, um, that was definitely uh, a, a very good read i, I I'm very happy to, to get back into it i i I read the whole thing like a year and a half ago and I can't believe how much i forgot so i'm glad that we we did a, a quick recap just for my sake as well so <laughs> all right well darcy where can we find you on the old internet
1: i am at books underscore serial on twitter books and and i will probably be writing something about the fact that uh wastelanders uh Black widow slash gray widow sounds terrible, and that's probably where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah, I, I, you said that over, and yeah, it doesn't sound too good. Nope. I'm not too enthused about it. But...
1: Speaking of conspiracy theories, deserve better. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would oh. be that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is getting <laughs> to all the the wonderful keywords like false flag and everything. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> God yay um (laughs) how about richard uh, where can we find you on the internet
2: uh i'm on the internet at topcat360 i uh may or may not do stuff i'm not sure yet
3: okay
0: same actually um twitter and instagram um twitter is brian 2814 instagram is brian underscore cb and well uh for richard darcy and carrie who's with us in spirit I am Brian, and as this has been the Comics Deserve Better podcast. And remember, comics deserve better, and everyone deserves comics. Happy holidays, and see you all next year.
3: Bye. 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 Happy
2: holidays. Yay.